are here we make change to your life in every way we expand on your mind so you're never the same the apprentice Hi, this is Dexter and Tanya Scott, and welcome to The Upgrader Show. We believe your life deserves an upgrade. Let's live our best lives now. Are you one who realizes our world is in a state of information overload, and you're trying to figure out a way to grab hold of your thoughts and reclaim your mindset? Then you need to get help. My mind is too loud. How to declutter and quiet your mind by Dexter L. Scott. Go to DexterLScott.com and purchase your copy today. Again, that's DexterLScott.com. So listen, we got a question for you. Are you tired of being stuck? You're trying to figure out where am I going in my life? Mm -hmm. It seems like nothing is working. Well, we want to tell you it's time to join the Academy. TheUpgradersAcademy.com. It is a place where you can come. You can learn all of the essential skills that you need to get the right mindset in order to help you become successful. So listen, guys, we're here today to talk about how to become unstuck. That's what we're here to talk about today. Tanya, what do you think? Oh, I'm loving it. I mean, this is the type of thing that I love because I was there. You <laughs> yeah. know, I was stuck for so long and it took a while before I actually got up and got out of my own way. That's absolutely true. But you know what? Before we get into that, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. So this show is sponsored by The Upgraders, a personal and professional development company specializing in emotional intelligence, mindset development and influencing styles. All right. And I also, our sponsors brought to you by Conversation Camp. Tony, you want to tell yes, them about Conversation Camp? Yes, by Conversation Camp, Camp, a place for women to actually come together and pour out their hearts toward their own healing. And I absolutely love it. So kudos to Conversation Camp. That's awesome. All right. So let's get into this, Tanya. So we're talking about how do people get unstuck? Yes. And we know that that is a big thing that in the industries that we've been in and, and the businesses that we've been able to be a part of. We know that getting stuck is a big problem. It is right? a big problem. Yeah. It is a big problem. And it's one that many people deal with. It's something that even hits you prior to, you know, you don't have to be grown. That's very true. You, you're yeah. actually young. I'm, I'm watching our own children and seeing them. And I, you know, we, we talk to our daughter sometime and saying, hey, what's going on with you? Because she would get into a position where she just didn't want to do anything. Yeah. You know, and it, and guys getting unstuck, getting, well, actually getting stuck starts early. Mm -hmm. So there's a, uh, there's a group called the Jesuits and they say that a child, they say, give me a child until he's seven. I think it's seven. Uh, give me a child until he's seven and I'll show you the man. Mm -hmm. So essentially what they're saying is I can help predict the outcome of a child's life based on what they learn in those first seven years of life. Those first either, seven it's years. It's either seven or four years, but. I think it's it, seven. I think seven I remember years. seven. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So guys, so you really want to note that. Give me a child until he's seven and I'll show you the man. And when we learned this, we thought it was it was really amazing. And it actually gave us a pause because if you guys are listening, if you think about this for a moment. If you had this knowledge when you were raising your children, Tanya and I, we are the proud parents of four amazing children, right? Yes. But if we knew this when, when they were born, then we would have taken better care in how to raise them, right? And given them better things to how they even think. That's so true, Dexter. Yeah. And we talked about that too. So I, um, I wish we did know it. 
You know, there are a lot of things I know for me, between me and you, I've been the enabler, you know, I would be the (laughs) one trying to do everything for them and, you know, making sure everything is in order, which is what a mom would do. But at the same time, with the things that I actually know now, I would have been a little bit more challenging. I would have been a little bit more, you know, getting them to a place where they would actually begin to think and build up the confidence where they were more so self-reliant opposed to relying on me right and i think that that would have been a big difference for all of them yeah i don't know and and i mean most of us you know there's no manual i've heard this several times there's no manual that comes with parenting that's right (laughs) so we don't know i mean sometimes you just don't know Mm -hmm. but those uh though we get stuck early in our lives Mm -hmm. right so we observe our parents Right. We observe uh, authority figures around us mm-hmm. and it helps us to form who we actually are. Then there's another statistic that I heard that um, once you reach the age of 19, 95% of who you are is already formed. So that means if that's true, then that means the later part of our lives after 19, we're only living repetitively. Mm. Right. So we're going forward, but we're going forward based on things of the past. Wow. And think about that. We're living repetitively. So even you just gave me a visual to think about me moving forward, but I visualized someone moving forward, but their legs was just going, but they weren't going anywhere. (laughs) So if you can just imagine, it's like your legs are just running, you're running, 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 but you're just not moving. Right. Oh my God. That is so horrible. You know, and you, uh, you make me remember something. Uh, remember when we bought Morgan the tricycle Mm -hmm. and we had, she had the legs on it. Those, uh, the legs on the back, Mm -hmm. the wheels on the The wheels, Mm -hmm. the wheels on the back. And the training I, wheels. The training wheels on the back, right? And I, I remember I took her out to ride the bike and she was going up on the curve and she stopped because the two training wheels were sitting on one side of the curve and the other training wheel was sitting on the other. Yeah. And the wheel was in the middle and it was just spinning. Just spinning, 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 spinning. And she was trying to go somewhere. Yeah. I'm like, Morgan, you're not going anywhere. That's what that is. It is. It's exactly what it is when we're stuck. We are putting forth a lot of energy and effort to move forward, but we're not going anywhere because of the mm. things that has been holding us down. Look, and there's another thing to that, too, is Morgan didn't realize she was stuck. That's good. <laughs> you yes, see, she, did. she didn't she did. know she was stuck, right. but she was. And that's what happens with so many of us. You know, I was talking with someone earlier today and, you know, my whole thing, even then I said, you know, we're living our lives. And a lot of times we don't realize that we're dealing with something because we're so used to it. Yeah. So we don't move for change. We don't try to change things and you don't know you're stuck. You're just there and you're living, but it's normal to you not realizing that it's really abnormal. Yeah, it really is. What's normal for a lot of people is really abnormal because that's not your destiny. There's more for you to do. There's more for you to accomplish. So what are you going to do about it? Right, right. That's really good. You know, and uh, as we're having this discussion, I was thinking about when one of the jobs I had back in 2000. Uh, roughly 2008. Mm-hmm. Well, no, it was actually like 2005. And I could tell that there was more that I needed to do. Wow. I was. It's almost as if uh, there was a, 
a ceiling above my head. You know, you know we talk about the glass ceiling, yeah. right? But literally, I felt like I was in an oven or in a microwave or something. <laughs> and I'm like, I got to get out of here. Mm. But my desire to move forward, I needed to personally develop myself to get out of the microwave. Wow. I had to personally develop myself to step outside of that box. And I recognized it and I knew it. So it was time to grab the books. Try, try, it was time to start studying because I recognized that in trying to get forward, being stuck in my mindset mm-hmm. was the thing that wasn't allowing me to move forward. Well, let me ask you something, I wasn't going Dexter. Anywhere. How did you know that you needed personal development? I- I'm listening to you. I can remember the time. And you're saying that you were stuck. You were you know, in this microwave Mm -hmm. and you said, I needed personal development. How'd you know that? How'd you know you needed personal development? I don't know. It's it's just, it was just the inner knowing. I mean, you know that there's more. Because you grabbed the books, you know, you began to look up things. You were on Google. I mean, you were finding information and you would come home and you would be so excited. And I'm just kind of looking at you. Look, if, if you can just imagine a head tilted and eyes blinking and just, I'm like, what, what is all of this? Right. You know, because I wasn't there yet. Yeah, I just knew I just knew it was more. I just knew that God, well, for one, I knew God called me to be more. Mm-hmm. There's nothing normal about going to a job, working nine to five or eight to five or whatever the hours are. There's nothing normal about doing that and coming home and doing nothing to help personally develop me. So... What's what's the quote? I'm trying to remember the quote. It's like, oh, no, it was a statement that Uh I think it was Jim Rohn. He said, most people, no, he said, don't spend 40 hours a week working on somebody else's dream and not working on yours. So I just like, it's got to be more for me. And that's why I was like, okay, in order for me to go forward, I got to get rid of this, this mind mess. I'm stuck in my head. I'm stuck in my actions. And we've actually... Got three reasons, actually way more than that, but it's it's three reasons, mm-hmm. three to four reasons we're going to talk to you guys about just to uh, to kind of introduce some reasons, you know, why people get stuck why or they why get they stuck. are stuck. And then we're going to talk some about too, yeah. some things to do to get unstuck. Yeah, we're going we're gonna to tell you about it because these are some things that we talk about in the academy and these are some things, we're seeing people's lives literally change. Change. But it's because they <laughs> implemented the things that yes. we've been training them to do. Yes. And it's just like, wow. So I knew then that I cannot be the same person. Right. Because now here's, here's the real big thing. Okay. Um, at that time, I had probably read a half a book a year. Mm. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Now, think about it. No, really yeah. think about it. You a were. Half a book because you were. I wasn't doing anything. I was going going to work, coming home with you. Uh, at that time, I think we had both of our kids were here. Mm-hmm. Two of our kids. Well, mm-hmm. all, all of our kids were here, mm-hmm. but two of the younger ones. And it's like, man, you know, in order for me to excel, I got to change my mindset. So I started looking and reading the books and Starting to get information I know I needed in order to take the mm, next level. Yeah, you did. You took it to another level. So yeah. that definitely increased. Yeah. It did. I can remember we would even be driving. Where were we going one time? I can, it's like I can see the road. But I remember us traveling and 
you picked up the phone and we went to maybe it was YouTube and we mm-hmm. began to listen to something. That was the first time that we were ever traveling together that we actually listened to some personal development. On, yeah, on YouTube. Baby. It, on right. YouTube. And, <laughs> and I'm telling you that did something for me because I'm listening. I'm like, wow. So it was like in that moment, I began to renew my mind. Yeah. I began to see and think differently in that moment. Now, it was, it was it's a process, mm-hmm. but I remember saying, okay, I think I'm ready to move forward. And that's actually what happened. That's pretty good, Tanya. That's pretty good. So, guys, we're going to lay this thing out and then we're going to take a break. But here are three, just three reasons now. And this it's a way more than this. But in the time frame that we have, we wanted to just give you at least three reasons. So one of the reasons is you are afraid of what other people think. (laughs) The next one is you don't know your power. That's a big one, right? And then the next one we're going to talk about is you haven't visualized or envisioned uh, your new you yet. (laughs) You have no idea what the new you looks like. Because you haven't spent any time looking at that person. Yes. You haven't spent any time at all. So let's hop into the first one. You're afraid of what others think. That's a big one. We could probably talk all night about that. You're right. But being afraid of what other people think will literally cripple, cripple you. You won't move forward because you, you, you're like hesitant to step forward because your mind is just enthralled in what this person that person it could be your 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 spouse literally mm-hmm. it could be your neighbors it could be family but you're just oh your mind is just gone because you're afraid of what they think what do you what do you think about that uh i think it's major i've lived it uh even when you were naming everyone you're naming people that we typically know but people right. are even afraid of what other people would think that they don't even know, you know, who they're passing in a store, even when it's that deep within you. And I've lived it, you know, I've been through quite a bit in my life and it, it brought on the rejection that I went through. It brought on really low self-esteem. And so with all the giftings that I had, I would put them on the back burner. I put them on pause because Mm -hmm. I was concerned about what other people would think, what other people would say. I turned into a major people pleaser, Dexter, you know this. And in doing so, I would just say, well, let me hide myself in an effort to make other people feel more comfortable. Mm -hmm. How many of you can relate to that? (laughs) Who out there knows what I'm talking about, where you're so concerned about what other people would think that you will hide away, not give your opinion, you know, not talk about the things that, you know, you would want to talk about because you're concerned about what they would say. That was me. And Mm -hmm. I I put a lot of limitations on myself. Wow. That's deep. You know, I can remember, um, I I studied with Les Brown and I remember him saying, uh, and, and you guys, you can find this on YouTube. You can find it anywhere. But he says this, imagine on your deathbed, you're surrounded by the dreams that were God gave you. And they are walking around your bed saying, Woo! we were giving to you. Good gracious. I was giving to you. Come on now. <laughs> and you chose not to use mm, me mm, mm. because you were afraid of what somebody else think. Mm. I mean, that right there should say, you know what? I'm tired that of people. That speaks volumes. And yeah, I'm sick of, <laughs> of worrying about people. And I'm sick of their opinions. Their yeah. opinions mean absolutely nothing. 
And we have to move beyond that. You're right. So I'm I'm loving it. I I hope that you're hearing us right now because they do. It means nothing. But I know it's also a process, you know. And I think about that even for myself because there were things that I would hear just like that. And I'm like, ah, I got it. But then the next thing you know, I'm finding myself in a situation where what I'm used to is coming back up. So I'm going to go back and get quiet. So I literally, and we all have to go through a mind renewal. And in order to do that, it's a consistency behind it where you have to literally resist all those things that's coming at you and move toward what you have come to know and now know is really real. What's really so. And, you know, even when you mentioned that about it walking around, it reminds me of, there's something that I would talk about as to how God has given all of us the gift of life. And I'm like, how many of us would get gifts and you don't open it? You know, if someone brings you a present right now, it's Christmas time, you open up your gift, your birthday, you open it up to see what it is that you have. And whatever you get, typically you're going to do what? You're going to use it. You don't just put it on the shelf. Anything that's on the shelf is because it's supposed to be. It's decoration. But God has literally given all of us gifts. He's given us the gift of life. My thing to everyone is open up your gift. Open it up. Mm -hmm. What's in there? That's good. That's good time. What's in there? You know, what is it that you're called to? What is it that he's equipped you with? You know, what is it? Do it. Go after it. Live it. That's our responsibility. That's good, Tanya. That is absolutely good. So, guys, listen, when we come back, we're going to continue our discussion on how to get unstuck. The Upgraders. The Upgraders. 